America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my eyes. But there's nothing but Netflix in my heart and on my screen. There's always something good that I still haven't seen. Netflix is back this week to talk about the number one movie on Netflix, The Mother. And now here we are back with a bad mother, you know what, Chappelle. Happy Mama's Day, Rob. It's Mother's (laughs) Day. Mama's Day, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Uh we just got back from Toronto. Uh and uh, how you doing? I'm good, Rob. I'm so excited to be back talking about Netflix shows. I had such a great week. This was amazing. The Canadians, y'all are Canadians, if you're listening to this, all of you in Canada, y'all are great. Mm-hmm. I love all of you. This has been so much fun. But uh yeah, we're back and we're gonna get back into the swing of things today, talking about the mother. Yeah. Uh, and we are blessed to have back with us. Of course, uh, we got to talk about the uh, J-Lo documentary with her back last summer, a woman who podcasts about many things, including a show where a woman once was talking about my mother. <laughs> it's Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz. Hello. Thank you so much for having me back on Nothing But Netflix. Always such Happy a fun time. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, am I mother? Yes. Am I yes. mother? Yes. Is that what's happening here? Um, yes, yeah. this is Mother's Day. And I cannot think of a better way to spend Mother's Day than by talking with both of you about this great Jennifer Lopez vehicle here, this partnership with Netflix, The Mother. The Mother. J-Lo is a a trained sniper arms dealer on Mm -hmm. the run protecting Mm -hmm. her biological daughter against Rafe Fiennes and other bad guys in The Mother. (laughs) It... This is new J-Lo, but also some of the old J-Lo that we've seen mm-hmm. before. So I really enjoyed this. Uh, I love seeing J-Lo do action, uh, you know, even way back when Enough was a thing, you know. Um, I've always loved it. And so to come back to some of my premium J-Lo content, I was very happy. I apologize. Fact check. Uh, not Ray Fiennes. Joseph the other, Fiennes. The Joseph other. I was going to say, Ray Fiennes was who she was dating. That's Voldemort, who she was dating in Made in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Isn't that <laughs> Ray, Ray, Ray Fines is a brother. Yeah. Either way, Amanda, he's yes. fines. He's it was fines. It was fines. Um, yeah, we we kind of have a, a stacked cast here joining J Lo as the mother, the who who does not have a name, by the way. Oh, uh, un, unnamed mother. 
Um, mm. I, you, in my notes, we just call her JLo because that's how we were going to think of her anyway, right? Chappelle, no yeah. need to give the Still character Jenny a different from the block. name. Yeah. Um, Always. Yeah, but in addition to uh, Joseph Fiennes here, we have uh, Gael Garcia Bernal here is the other big bad um, who's another great actor. Um, so, you know, two really good foils here for JLo. And then there's like the the love interest here who's played by Amari Hardwick, but this is really make no, make no mistake. Yeah. This is the J Lo show. Not to mention a cup of coffee with Edie Falco, another right? all time mother. What what the freaking hell? Like we're gonna be Edie Falco? We're like like was she in for like two hours? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that day. I mean, she was she she was. I, I think Edie Falco is a professional. She banged that out in twenty minutes tops. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh, this is good. Oh, Edie Falco's in this movie. She was in one scene. Yeah. She and I were both in the same amount of time in this film. <laughs> but of course, like you said, a bad mother herself. So I think you have to bring in some of the heavy, hard-hitting mothers to to bring this one home, Rob. Yeah. Um, not to do too much of an aside, Chappelle, how much Sopranos have you seen? Uh, nothing. nothing. I know the Sopranos because Ooh. I know that you and Akiva have talked about it mm-hmm. and I've listened. Yes. And so that's what okay. I know. Wow. Right. Okay. Uh, so here we are to talk about the mother and uh, Chappelle, this does have sort of like the vibe of like basically any Netflix movie with an A-list actor. There's some sort of like covert operation, CIA, nine different locations or around the globe. Like this is pretty much like the pitch to any like A-list actor to come to do a movie for Netflix. Yeah, where was Gal Gadot? Was she busy? Mm-hmm. Was like, like it, does, it does feel like this was already done before and that she's already been in this role and that they were just like, oh, we can't get her. Okay, um, J-Lo, right? J-Lo, she's good, mm-hmm. right? And J-Lo said, okay, cool, I've done J-Lo it. J-Lo is not st- sharing the stage again, Chappelle. You saw what happened with Shakira. Yeah. Right, no. she's shutting <laughs> down now. Uh, but yeah, this was typical Netflix agent uh, movie stuff. I mean, we've seen it before. We've watched several different films like this, several television shows like this. Um, but my hot take, Rob, is that this could have been two movies. I felt like uh, oh. about halfway through the movie, it went from The Mother to The Mother 2. Colin yeah. the daughter the because daughter. um yeah. yeah because about halfway through the plot kind of shifts a little bit and I'm like we could have done both of these I normally I'm I'm, I'm here for a shorter movies but this could have been this could have been a sequel it could have been a sequel mm-hmm. yeah uh, I could see that I feel like that um I, I feel like that we do have like some elements of like okay oh this is like taken of like mm-hmm. uh sort of like a where we're like on the search for the kidnapped daughter but then also we kind of get like a little bit of like uh Mandalorian vibes of like okay well now I have to I'm uh, the unlikely protector of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then she's training up her daughter to be the next mother. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got the <laughs> skills now. That's what I'm saying. About halfway through, there's a moment where, and I'm sure we'll get to it, but there's a moment where she has secured said daughter and everything feels like it's going to be fine. Um, and then there's this car accident thing that happens. Boom. Everything mm-hmm. is shifted. The love interest from the first movie is no longer a thing anymore. And so now we're in the second, uh, the second act and the daughter has that. I mean, there's a training montage, y'all. I mean, mm-hmm. it's right there. Right. So yeah. the daughter's origin story has been built and so the mother two or three depending on how you looked at this movie i'm sure it's coming soon. you got sure the mother two daughter the mother yes. three granddaughter mm-hmm. it just keeps on going yeah yes exactly now amanda this was a bit of a departure i feel like for j-lo has she ever done an action movie like this where she is the action lead 
Well, I think if you go deep into the recesses of the J-Lo catalog, if you go back to the 2000s and maybe the late 90s, I'm trying to think of when was um, when was Out of Sight. Um, that was mm, an yeah, act. Was 1998 an was an mm-hmm. action movie where she stars opposite George Clooney. And then Enough is definitely an, where she's the action lead. Um she usually has a character, even when she goes action, with um, slightly more of a comic or romantic uh, angle to it. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't think I saw the cell in two thousand. Um, so she definitely has action. Not the first time her- she's held a gun. No, no, definitely not. She definitely has action in her repertoire. She's really good for the fight choreography because she's such a physical actor because she has those dancers chops. So I think it. But it's like this was a kind of this was a heavy character for J-Lo and I would have appreciated a little bit more levity in this film. Oh, I don't think there's one joke in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not at all. You would Very need a lot true. more dialogue. Like Chappelle saying it could have been two movies. They would have needed to up the, the dialogue was quite pages. a bit. Yeah. It was a little. Yeah, it was, it was. I think my notes on this film are probably longer than the script itself. Mm-hmm. Probably. It's a bunch of J-Lo grunting, which we've seen from male action stars a lot, where it's just like, you know, the people around them are very animated. And that person is so grizzled by mm-hmm. combat and by training that they just could never let their guard down enough to laugh at a joke or anything like that. This mother, the whole movie is telling us she's not a mother. I am not the mother. I've I've signed those rights away. Not the mama. Me, yeah, mm-hmm. not the mama, which I also heard Robin Akiva talk about. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the whole movie, she's telling us. I'm not the mom and she's not acting like one. She's very much like the, the cold hearted mom. And so, um, yeah, I'd say that there's not any jokes. She's not smiling no. often. I think she smiles once as well. Um, but yeah, this is hardcore JLo at its finest. Just looking at the Netflix charts this morning, I thought that maybe did we miss the boat? Because I saw that the number one movie this morning we recorded was A Man Called Otto. Do either of you know anything about A Man Called Otto? Mm, I do not. Netflix Tom movie. movie? Yes, yeah, starring starring Tom Hanks. Uh, but oh, I, maybe is it not a Netflix movie? It's, it says it's 2022. 22. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But yeah, Tom, Tom Hanks and J-Lo sharing the uh, Netflix uh, top charts. It's 2002 wow. again. Tearjerker, mm-hmm. it said. I said, okay, well, maybe that was a good mm. one. Um, yeah, this. So the, the mother apparently is part of a two project JLo deal with Netflix Ooh. right now with her um, production company, New Yorican. Um, so they have a multi year deal with Netflix. And in addition to the mother, we can also expect the cipher oh. coming from uh, JLo and Netflix partnership here. So I think that we're going to see J-Lo in this action turn here doing a multi-film run with Netflix. Okay. All right. I thought you were going to say The Sun, which is actually coming to Netflix (laughs) this week, but it is an unrelated project uh, with Hugh Jackman and Laura Dern. The Sun drops on Netflix uh, May 20th. Wow. You can tell AI is writing our scripts, right? That's that's what's going on here. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And don't forget in June, we'll have the father certainly dropping on Netflix. (laughs) Um, So what should we do? Should we talk people through for people who did not see the movie? uh, Should we talk through what happens here? Uh, Because uh, we really get thrown right into it where Mm -hmm. JLo is being interrogated by some bad JLo's a baddie, but there are also uh, Mm -hmm. some people interrogating her as baddies are outside. Mm hmm. 
Yeah, we find out that she is an informant and she is there to blow the whistle on um, two people that she's been working closely with and in relationships with. Uh, that would be Hector and Adrian. Um, the The main cop here is uh, Omari Hardwick, as um, Amanda pointed out already. Um, and so she's doing the interrogation or whatever. They're asking her a bunch of questions and she's telling them, look, I can tell you whatever you want to know, but this 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 place is not secure. They're going to find us. These people are powerful. They're looking for me. And this isn't going to end well. We hear about rocket launchers. We hear about all these like mines and all these other incredible things that these arms dealers have before they eventually catch up with everyone. They clear out the entire house, basically kill everyone except for Omari Hardwick's character, um, who I think is that William? William, William Cruz, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except William Cruz, FBI agent William Cruz. She saves him with some uh, super glue like only a mother could do. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then the two of them are now left to deti- de- determine what happens next because um, she has a baby. She's pregnant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. is uh, with child and she's very, very pregnant. It looks like any day now. She this is it. like the wild reveal here where we have like Adrian, who is the Joseph Fiennes character who busts in on this like FBI interrogation and like you know JLo makes her Molotov cocktail she's all badass she saves uh, the detective and then we see that Adrian stabs her in her belly for like the first reveal that she's I pregnant screamed. I yeah. screamed that, that was like the high yeah. watermark of the whole movie for me there I was like <gasps> yeah no I yelled I yelled like I yelled during the red wedding when it happened the first time mm-hmm. I saw yes. something like that happen it's like why well, stab the baby directly but this baby is resilient this is no this is just no normal child this is J-Lo's child so the baby mm-hmm. survives which mm-hmm. was a plot twist I was not prepared for I, I felt like yeah. maybe if that was going to happen it would be at the end of the movie we find out the kid is still alive like oh my god they saved the kid but no this whole movie we go on knowing that J-Lo successfully gave birth but because of the intensity behind this big reveal and her being an informant and dealing with Adrian and Hector um, she can no longer be in this kid's life because if she's in the kid's life then the baby is no longer safe and that's where we get the plot of the movie Mm -hmm. yeah Um, wrote in my notes so J-Lo gets stabbed in the baby Yep. Directly <laughs> yeah. in the baby. Well, and I, in my notes, Rob, I wrote the FBI is keeping the belly. So I think that oh. we, I think our notes got crossed somewhere. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. You know, it got very dark to start. And, uh, but yeah. then like they brought her into the hospital and I was like, okay, the baby is fine. Okay. Well, I'm like, oh my God, what a relief. Woo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you're not fine. You're still, and then we'll talk about Joseph Fines uh, coming mm-hmm. up, but you're still in big trouble. Missy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put this whole investigation at risk. Why are you having a relationship with Hector and Adrian when you're supposed to be in, uh, like working well, for us? No. So I think, yeah. So I think that she goes informant after like we learn later that she like turns on them. Like, so she's like, you know, she's this has this two tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. She's this military trained assassin and she's all too happy to be the bad guy with her baddie boyfriends. Um, but then when she discovers that they're into human trafficking is when she draws the line and pulls the plug. But the FBI is mad because she, I guess, stretched out the interrogation and endangered the agents. But these agents really didn't know what they were getting into, Chappelle. No, no. Because they keep trying to tell her, like, ma'am, you let us handle this. She's like, no, 
honestly, the fact that you're even talking to me means we're in danger. They're like, you, we'll, we'll tell you what danger is as they get shot in the head from a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they're trying to tell J-Lo, you, you put us at risk, you put yourself at risk, and now you're putting this baby at risk. So we're going to have to keep the kid from you. We're going to put the kid in protective services, and then you can go run for your life for all we care, but you can't have the kid anymore. Mm-hmm. And J-Lo's like, what, what, are ta- what are you talking about? I have the skills to keep my baby safe. And they're thinking, what? You being a trained military combatant with sniper ability and, yeah. uh, you know, like, then what is that going to do to save your child? You need to sign your rights away. And so well, she does. That's like a big plot point in the movie is that she's like one of the world's like best snipers, but apparently mm-hmm. like when there's not like a war going on, that's not a very useful skill set mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go like to, you know, go work at Walmart as a sniper. So I don't know. Is there any other, like, are we overlooking anything? she should be doing as like anything that she could be doing like that would make use of that same skill set so she needs like accuracy at a distance mm-hmm. like i'm wondering you know maybe i the only thing i don't could she be um i'm just thinking maybe she's like one of the people at the uh market in seattle that throws the fish or something i don't know when do you need that skill set mm-hmm. <laughs> isn't it a, isn't shooting an olympic sport she can't you oh, yeah, she she like Oh, that's Akiva's favorite sport. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she would be a great biathlete. You, we, you see her in the snow there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she runs a lot. Mm-hmm. She's very athletic in here, and she shoots. I'm just saying, like, yeah. you don't have to turn to a life of yeah. like espionage. No, the all only the time. job that she could get is shooting wolves. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure there are better things that she could be shooting than wolves. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've got, wolves get a bad rap. There's mm-hmm. this got to be like, no, go shoot mosquitoes or something. You know, shoot mosquitoes. Yeah, I'm saying if you got that much accuracy, put it to the test. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it seems like overkill to shoot mosquitoes. Is it kill? Is dead or dead? Right? It's, it's dead. <laughs> like, do you want the mosquito alive or not? You know. Yeah, maybe the, the Hawaii the Hawaiian sling could she be a good like yes. fisherman? I don't know. From, from yeah, from really far away. I, yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she'd do pretty well on Survivor. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, days, Amanda. You know, her archetype doesn't often. The mothers, win. the yeah. mothers do yeah. not do well at the end. That's a good point. No. That's a, so like if she's only a tough if- mom. She's a tough <laughs> mom. She's a Tina Wesson. Yeah, yeah. Tina Wesson. I think she has Stapley Denise Stapley yeah. upside. <laughs> I think, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, anyway, so she's like uh, going. She's like in what, like Alaska or something. Yeah, yeah, they like travel all. She ends up going to Alaska. I guess she has a military buddy there that she knows from the service. And like, this is where she's going to go to hide out, like in the witness protection program. She did have, she had three, Chappelle, she had three conditions um, with Detective Cruz when she left. Um, She has to place the daughter in a nice, boring family, get Mm -hmm. a picture that says she's safe every single birthday. And if there's trouble, he has to let her know. Right. That's it. Yeah, if anybody didn't watch the movie, which I think might be many people, like mm-hmm. uh, the, the issue here is that they feel like that this is like it's not so much a punishment for J Lo. It's like that this is a death sentence that she's her yeah. baby because these guys will never stop coming to look for the baby. So the only way to protect the baby is to put it with a different family. Mm-hmm. Right, and so the baby gets adopted into a nice, loving home. It seems she gets updates every year, but then one day a package comes in the mail, and it's not a normal update because normally she gets pictures on the baby's birthday. The baby's now 
not a baby anymore. It's 12 years old, uh, but it's not the baby's birthday. And so now this like cryptic pa- mm. package that she gets is basically a threat. Like, hey, we're coming for the kid. We found her. And now uh, you're in danger, girl. And so she has to reach out to her FBI agent friend yeah. for help. Yeah. yeah, he's going to like smuggle her in a cargo thing like to get her to Cincinnati, Ohio, where uh, where their daughter is now like grown up and mm-hmm. it's under threat. Yeah. Chappelle, uh, some people when we were in Canada were saying that uh, we should bring the live show to Ohio. People are such liars. Why do people lie so much? Is there a big following in Ohio? They yeah, said. What, mm-hmm. what are the Bears fans talking about? Mm-hmm. Just, um, I mean, uh, the Browns fans, I guess. Uh, they're there. Yeah. yeah. This is more Cincinnati. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the Bengals fans. Wow. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't want to not go where they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure don't. No, you know what? Um, I think that a live show anywhere would be great. Um, I mean, we we just came from Toronto. I think mm-hmm. that uh, you know, Cincinnati might be the natural predecessor. Yeah. You know, do you like, think we like, could get J Lo oh, at the live show in Cincinnati because we have the nothing but Netflix tie-in? Right. Hmm, do we have to kidnap her child to do it? <laughs> yeah. We'll I mean, be like, yeah. remember that one scene in Mother and the Cincinnati airport. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, uh, there's some concern uh, that something is going to go down. I like what, what's going on here. The, the bad guys are like tipping her off that they're going to do something. So I think what happened is that Cruz, like Detective Cruz, has been keeping an eye on Zoe, who we that we know that that's her name. She's 12 year old, 12 years old now. And he finds out that Hector Alvarez has found out where Zoe is and has sent like his people there. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. lets JLo know he's like, you're going to you're going to want in on this because we're going to try to um, we're, 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 we're going to try to come in and protect her from these bad guys. Um, so she's kind of like working with the FBI guy who I think like, I think Cruz has gone rogue here, right? This is like, this is not part of the deal that he's supposed to be in contact with her. Um, but he's going to loop her in to help defend Zoe against Alvarez's people. Yeah, he has no business telling her anything. Uh, but mm-hmm. because he said she saved her life way back when, mm-hmm. I mean, she saved his life way back in with the super glue. He never let it go. Yeah. So he, he's been holding up. Yeah, he's been holding up his end of the bargain. He's been getting her updates. The baby has a, a well, the little girl now has a nice, boring family in mm-hmm. Cincinnati, which of course makes sense. Uh, and so, and so here we are. He's like, okay. And I told you the baby, if it wasn't okay to let you know, so I've let you know. So that should be the end of his obligation here, but we know that's not how things work when JLo is involved. And so mm-hmm. JLo has now teamed up with them and they're about to catch, um, these, uh, these arms dealers and these henchmen yeah. in the act because they're trying to kidnap Zoe in broad daylight in like yeah. a crowded park. This mm-hmm. was a very bad plan just mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. But I guess when you have that kind of military backing and army, like arms and stuff like that, you don't really care. I don't know, Amanda. It felt like they kind of rushed this part. Yeah, I don't think nobody in this whole thing is very smooth, right? You have to think that Alvarez and his guys could get her at some point and not as public a place where it wouldn't arouse such suspicions. It does feel like J-Lo opening fire on the playground probably uh, you know, draws a lot of suspicion, maybe makes this a whole deadlier thing than it needed to be. Um, right. there, were, there were lives lost in this whole uh, exchange, right? I mean, this was uh, not innocence, a minor though, I, I, I feel like that did innocence go down? I feel like that she took out uh, a lot of the henchmen. But Chappelle, okay. this was like 
uh, a mission that was like organized by the Joker. It was like, all right, yeah. we're renting like a bunch of like literal like rental clown vans and right. we're going to a very public mm -hmm. place and all of our guys are going to come pouring out in broad daylight to pull off this kidnapping. It was brazen. Yeah. To snatch one child. They mm -hmm. did all of this to snatch one child. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's like, you don't have to do this. But to your point, J-Lo might have only killed the henchmen, but there were casualties. The, the henchmen yeah. just started shooting random people. And honestly, yeah. throughout the movie, I noticed that too. There's a lot of, like, if you're a random passerby in this movie, you're not exempt. You're you will no, get punched yeah. in the face for mm -hmm. no reason or pushed off of something. They're just killing random people who just happen to be in the area. So J-Lo starts this off with the sniper shooting and they they see her. They realize, oh, OK, somebody's up there shooting. So while she's taking out most of them, they still manage to secure Zoe. But then they come after her. And this one is so it starts to get a little wacky for me because J-Lo's hiding. She's crawling under these yeah. cars. The yeah. guy, the main henchman is shooting and he shoots a random person who wasn't bothering anybody. But that guy had to die. And then to escape, J-Lo punches a hole in the bottom of a pickup truck mm -hmm. and crawls into it. I don't know if J-Lo just has a working knowledge of uh, pickup trucks where she knows which ones have a sensitive bottom, mm -hmm. but she <laughs> smashes her way through it Famously with no known effort. for bottoms, J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> Famously, bottom yeah. expert even, mm -hmm. and it shows because she she smashes her way into this inside this truck before ultimately making her escape by using it to like she hot, hot wires the truck by just no. stabbing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, she's a badass. But Amanda, I gotta say, you ever try to get out of one of these parking garages under normal circumstances? <laughs> like this must have been very stressful to like uh, be like the, the the police are chasing you and you're trying to like get out of the parking garage. Yeah, I mean, at first she's not even sitting in the. I think she's just on the ground. Mm -hmm. operating the gas with her hands here um yeah i think uh, this is a uh, like this this uh, this pickup truck I, i'm not very good with cars but this was like maybe from the 70s i think it had a whole mm -hmm. bed full of glass bottles um yeah classic action movie stuff um so she does but she does manage to uh navigate her way out here and eventually she dives out of the side of the parking lot mm -hmm. the parking garage yeah. the multi she's like second third floor maybe yeah, yeah. Um, she makes it out. I want to go back to Alvarez's guys, though, for a yeah. second here. Um, like, so, I mean, these guys roll up at uh, this uh, playground in Miami with with tarantula tattoos, like fully yeah. on their neck. Is like, is this neck tattoo, Rob, like a good way to blend in? Are there a lot of, you know, uh, large neck tattoos on the playground where your kids are hanging out. No, I, I think that kind of gave it away. I do mm -hmm. think uh, it's probably like some sort of like initiation to get mm -hmm. like a really gross like tarantula tattoo. Uh, I was talking to a veterinarian uh, the other night and he told me that uh, that he does not like tarantulas and if he oh. if somebody brought in their pet tarantula to see him he would not even treat it because he does not even want to be uh near it yeah these canadian veterinarians <laughs> are just there's something different man um but the guy the guy with the, the tarantula tattoo if, if something if, it, if something happens to its leg he says sometimes uh -huh. it grows back and that's fine but he doesn't want to be involved how do they feel about emos that <laughs> good Good, good, good about yeah. emus. A positive good. about well, emus. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, emu tattoo will get you far in this world, it seems. But the tarantula guy, his name, that was just like his code name was tarantula right. as well. Uh, so it was like his moniker. But I think mm -hmm. it's less suspicious to have uh, like a spider tattoo on your neck than a like 
a turtleneck in Miami. You know, like if he was trying to cover up the right. tattoo, I would definitely think something was wrong with him. Yeah. What about a scarf? Yeah. Ooh, an ascot, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm calling the police <laughs> immediately. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. I don't know what they're going to do, but just like get them on alert. We don't know. We might need all hands on deck here. The bad news is uh, that the bad guys did get away with Zoe, the daughter. Mm-hmm. The d- mm-hmm. daughter! Yeah. Yes. Uh, bad daughter. news, she's kidnapped. Yeah. She is. And they have to go to Cuba to get her. And so now we have Amara Hardwick, who is uh, William Cruz. Yeah. Uh, Agent Cruz. Yeah. And mm-hmm. J-Lo, mom. Uh, they are going to, as a married couple, with their new yeah. passports to go to Cuba to go extract the child. Chappelle, can I just tell you uh, quickly about another movie that I saw Amari Hardwick in recently? He was okay. in a Nickelodeon original film called what? Fantasy Football. No. Yeah, he was. <laughs> how, 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 how was it? Sounds really <laughs> well, good. Well, let me tell you the plot yeah. of this film, real because this would have been a good, if it was a Netflix mm-hmm. movie, it's Paramount Plus. Ooh, yeah. We never talked about what the Paramount Plus version of the show would be called. Um, <laughs> but... The uh, in the film, he uh, is a football player. He plays for the he's a way down on his luck running back for the Atlanta Falcons. And his uh, bugaboo has been that he always fumbles in big spots. Uh, but mm. his daughter, daughter is daughter. like a like basically like a semi-professional Madden player. And mm-hmm. that her Madden game gets like struck by lightning and that she can control him like uh, with her video game controls <laughs> and, and he becomes the greatest running back in the NFL at like 38 years old. Right. And then by the end of the movie, does he have to like do it on his own? Yes, and then yes. he's at the oh, line, the yeah, one wow. yard line and he doesn't fumble this yes. one time. Well, his yeah. teammate is like the rookie of the year who rushed for like 2000 yards. And then he actually like displaces like the young upstart and the young, the young buck is like, there's something fishy going on. I'm going to get I to the know, bottom. This, this guy's on steroids or something. Guy. Yeah. He's only 5'10 and he's old. How is he doing this? Yes. Yeah. And yes. then the, and the, and the moral of the story is that football players should never retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, it came out like in uh, like November and uh, Dominic liked it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds fun. House. Yeah. No, it sounds fun. I'd much rather prefer people play football on video games than, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yes. get CT. Much so. lower concussion risk. The video much. game. That yes. Is lower. yes, that is true. Yeah. Unless it gets struck by lightning and then who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yes. actually did. I actually did like, though, that um, J-Lo d- is very good with the helmets um, in the, in this film when she gets on the motorcycle or the um, when later she's going to be on the snowmobiles. Very good with the helmet safety. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do think that all of the head injuries were fatal, I think, in this movie. <laughs> yes. uh, and so I don't think that anybody came away with concussions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although you know, so a few people were in like direct vicinity of a Molotov cocktail blast. Right. They, those people might want to get checked out. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, they they go to Cuba, and J Lo is now gonna she's gonna go break the daughter out out of. Did we say that there was a twelve year time jump? Did we establish that? Also? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when. That's when. Uh, yeah, that's when they get. That's when Jayla uh, Cruz doesn't gets age, back though. in touch with her. Yeah. No, no. Um, and I mean, you know, you have to think that, like, I mean, we have to think that the twelve year time jump is like much more. I mean, who knows what age she's supposed to be at any point in this movie? Like when she's pregnant, maybe she's thirty. Now maybe mm-hmm. she's forty. 42 in real life. J J Lo's improbably like, I don't know, 57 at this point. I have no idea, right. but she looks as she's I always she's like, like low fifties. She's low fifties. J Lo fifties. Yes. Yeah. J Lo fifties is not everybody's low fifties either. No. Like she's, she's stunning. Um, yes. Yeah. She, she's going in and going to extract this kid after this time jump that we assume has been 12 years, obviously. Uh, but she has not lost a step. She has been training this whole time, I guess, because she kicks ass. Um, I mean, very quickly they're in a fight. I think um, uh, Agent Cruz gets stabbed like right in the middle of his back, which you would think mm-hmm. hurt a lot more than it looked like. But he seemed to be fine. I, my question is, does J-Lo do her own stunts in this movie? Because it did feel like it. She does not do her own stunts in this film. Um, Chappelle, I did do a little bit of research and she had a few different stunt doubles that specialized in different things like jumps or fights. And um, so I think J-Lo's working very, very hard in this film, but we do we do have some stunt doubles to give credit to here as well. Mm hmm. Yeah, these stunt doubles were perfect because they too felt like they uh, had aged a bit. You know, not mm-hmm. to say that they uh, were like this was to be an old person stunt double, but I think that like the movement felt very real for someone of J Lo's age, or at least you know J Lo's stature in the movie. It wasn't like J Lo wasn't doing a bunch of backflips off of things. You know, mm-hmm. she was very much like kind of like doing what what any person would do when they slide off of a car. It doesn't have to look graceful. You just have to get off the car. Uh, so I, that's why I ca- I caught on to. It. I was like, what? there's something about these stunt doubles. Like these stunt doubles must have been around the block a couple. Uh, probably more mm-hmm. graceful than than I would look, but um, yeah. Oh dear God, I'm never making it off the the way I would have broke my ankle in the first scene, <laughs> just yeah. in the interrogation. <laughs> yeah. They have a funny, like, you know, in this uh, action sequence here in Cuba, they crash into a wedding in the town square. And um, as the bouquet is flying, she also flips one of these assassins, goes over, oh, yeah. and then J-Lo ends up. That was cute. Yeah, that that was the closest that it came to like kind of having almost a humorous a, reference yeah, there. Almost a gag. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh Chappelle, who's a more believable action star? Uh J Lo or Ben Affleck at this point? J Lo, 100%. Yeah. What? This is not a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is what is Ben Affleck's like uh like action claim to fame? Reindeer games? Batman? Batman? I guess Batman kind of counts. I mean, when he's in in, in in Affleck form and Batfleck form, he's not really like doing that much action. But when he has the suit on, he, I mean, yeah. I guess, I, okay, I'll give him the edge because of Batman. But you know, the Batman bump can only get you so far. Yeah. yeah I think, oh, so Ben Affleck has a movie out this week too. Um, oh. Hypnotic. So J Lo and Ben with a dueling movies out, I think, this very yes, weekend. Yes, but it's not a Netflix movie. No, it's not no. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, where can we find Hypnotic? I don't know. I'm, I'm, text Grace and Ariel. Yes, I'll get them on Are, they, it. are uh-huh. they going to see Hypnotic this weekend? Was oh. Geely an action movie? No, I don't oh, think so. Oh, gosh. Rom-com. Yeah. felt like action to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. A detective a investigates a mystery involving his missing daughter in a secret wow. government program. What do we have? One script for the whole house? 
<laughs> yes. I kind of think we should change. We copy. We can mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. We can look at it. I take a picture. Hey, Robert Rodriguez joint, uh, Hypnotic. Mm, one okay. hour, 32 minute runtime for Hypnotic. Ooh, even okay. better. I like this that. One, <laughs> yeah, this Short one was pushing, pushing two hours. Pushing two hours. Yeah. Pushing two hours. I was getting into, okay, we didn't need all of this territory, <laughs> but I let it slide. I did. Yeah. All right, so J-Lo, she just like uh, cuts through the whole, like, uh, high, is this the Alvarez high down? Or is this yes. the other guy? This um, is Alvarez. Yeah, uh-huh. Alvarez. She's just like a hot knife through butter, just getting through and like, just like, just murking people left and right and then yeah yeah gets very quick gets very quickly to the where uh the where the the little girl is yeah i mean this was like easily a dozen guys that she kills with Mm -hmm. like no trouble at all Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and we do see that this is when we kind of get her backstory as well, because we see her and uh, uh, Agent Cruz talking and he's trying to figure out, OK, how did you even end up in all of this? Because you're clearly a bad mother. Shut your mouth. But you also like, you know, have a kid that we're chasing after. So what's up? And that's when she tells him that she was in a relationship kind of with both of these arms dealers, but like for work, you know, she thought like, OK, this is a good way for me to leverage my position to now, you know, not have to go work at Walmart after leaving the military, right? Because so she goes from Afghanistan. Walmart is just like, hey. Yeah, hey, what did what I did do? We do? Yeah. It's like, you're not paying your employees enough. That's what you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, so she ends up in Guantanamo and this is when she meets them and her whole plan goes into, into action. But eventually she realizes that when she gets pregnant, her two, her two lover guys, they're not getting closer without her. You know, she starts feeling like something's up. And it turns out that, oh, it's because, you know, Although she was working the arms dealer angle, they were also uh, trafficking uh, children, like Amanda Mm -hmm. was saying earlier. And so that's where she draws the line, like arms dealing, weapons of mass destruction, terrorism. I'm all in. Fine. (laughs) Human trafficking. Draw the line here. Think of the children. Yeah. Think of the children. And so in this occasion, it was just one step too far because she was about to have a baby of her own. She couldn't just have a child, bring a child into this world where people were trafficking kids. Yeah. You know. So -hmm. this is the big question, though. Who is the father? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Because mm-hmm. throughout this film, they ask about the paternity of this child at least four times. And every time so I was like, it doesn't matter. I was like, it does. Actually, this is the most important thing that's ever happened to they me. They didn't now. pay yeah. the writers enough to come up with a father. Yeah, maybe oh in God, the trilogy. Well, I don't just, even know why this was a plot point. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be... Uh, I feel like uh, Al, uh, Alvarez, right? Is that Adrian? Is that Joseph Vines? The Joseph, yeah, he's yeah, he's Adrian, and then I think it's the Hector other guy died Alvarez. too early to be the father. You don't know I, that. I think you're. I just don't know why we needed two of them, right? Like, how is this movie worse if there's one bad guy? Why do we need the two bad guys? I think Especially they just one wanted to the have the line <laughs> where they're like, uh, like. Um, like this baby isn't Hector's. It's not <laughs> Alvarez's. It's mine. Like yeah. I think they mine. just like they're like, all right, let's just work off of that. And I'm yelling yeah. in the background, who is that baby's daddy? You know, I watched all of the all of The Walking Dead. 
And mm-hmm. I'm still not convinced that Judith's dad is uh is Rick Grimes. And so like I need paternity tests in all of my films when you have the ambi- it's ambiguity. It's not there. about the father. Yes. Listen, <laughs> that may be true, yeah. but I still want to know. After the patriarchy, Chappelle. I, yeah. I'm sorry, but it has me in a chokehold this time. No, I need F, to know F who F baby the daddy patriarchy, is. But this movie needed more plot. And it I think needed that a little bit more patriarchy. Helped. You I heard it here first. <laughs> we, you know what this we movie was missing? To, patriarchy. Hey, oh, I don't think we passed the Bechdel de- test because you need two named female characters and I only count <laughs> Zoe. No, no uh, yeah, other do. Well, I don't even know if there was another woman in the movie other than Edie Falco. Falco. Yeah. Movie, yeah. And, and, and the actual mom, you know, the adopted mom. Oh, yeah, they did have a phone conversation no and it credit. wasn't about they a man. A, yeah. No, it was, it was about, about a daughter. Um, about a daughter. Yeah, I, I, it just felt like this was a waste of these two actors and then I don't know why I care about Hector. He seems so easy to kill. Like she just destroys his whole crew, goes in and takes him out. He just says some kind of like pervy things to her. Um, and oh, then yeah. and then he's easily he's easily disposed well, of. Yeah, um, and also that we're talking about who the father is. And it sounds like that uh Chappelle, that Hector, it sounds like mm. there was like some issue uh there. Um that he talked about how said uh I forget what he said, something uh gets him excited and right. she's like yeah, that's too bad. A, too bad we didn't have that twelve years ago. Like, oh, personal attack. <laughs> that would be. That's a first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, listen, J Lo. Okay, that man was probably having a bad day or month or year at that time. <laughs> so you leave him alone. Yeah. He, uh, apparently, if he had you at gunpoint, it would have worked out better. I mean, I've seen other shows where you have to be a naughty, naughty person to get mm-hmm. people aroused. Who knows? I've seen, I'm talking about you, Succession. And so uh, <laughs> this isn't that out of the ordinary, Jennifer. Miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lopez from the block. How dare you? Get off your high horse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there was like a weird, there, there was like a quiz. What's the safe word? There was no safe there word. There was no yeah, safe word. Good. Yeah, yeah. So this is, yeah. But, but Hector, it turns out he's not the big bad. This is not the final boss. That's why he's, he's not he's, the father. He doesn't know. have bad he, energy. He's they not were the basically father. eunuch buddies. You know, we've seen it before. So. Mm-hmm. They just they just didn't do the things that much. And so we could assume that maybe mm-hmm. it was Adrian, but we still don't know. That's yeah. all I'm we, saying. We do get the flashbacks, though, of uh, J-Lo in her old arms dealing days. And we get like the tight dress and the uh, shot from behind, which is, you, I think, contractually obligated for a J-Lo film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her she did produce that. this Woo! movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did she write yeah. this movie? No, she's not. I, I think Misha- I think Misha Green was uh, uh, the did the screenplay or something like this for this, and she's from uh, Lovecraft Country for uh, the the oh, Postal Recap listener yeah. from way back when, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, nah, this was uh, well, like I said, you got to show J Lo from the back. Yeah. Wow, they each wrote a paragraph and called it a day. <laughs> it's more of a vibes movie. It's I a would vibes say. movie. Yes, it is a yes. vibes movie. And as they yeah. say later, a woman like that, you don't pay attention to what she says. You watch what she does. What she does. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, look, they said it's it. all there. They said it. Must it must be true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Rob, she has unfinished business because although she has the child, there's still another guy out there who's looking to kill him. And so they have to now escape, right? Yep. Uh, and so they're going to take her back to the airport. Are they flying commercial also to get back? I feel like wow. uh, they're really yeah. just trying to go incognito. And it looks like they're about to get away. And then they like uh, hit like a four-way intersection. And then basically... Um, 
um, Mr. Uh, Cruz ends up uh, getting uh, taken out. Yeah, so there's a lot that happens at this point. It's J-Lo and Cruz and the little baby Zoe. They're they're riding around. Zoe is not dumb, so she's looking at J-Lo like, uh, are you my mom? J-Lo, of course, is making no eye contact with her, so she's yeah, in the backseat Googling. Yeah. yeah, so she's in the backseat Googling, is this my mom? And I can <laughs> like how, yeah. how do I find out if a strange woman is my biological she mother? She legit typed it yeah. in verbatim, and I'm not joking. <laughs> and so uh, at some point, she's like, J-Lo, what's up? And J-Lo's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so she decides, I got to leave because I'm getting too close to this kid. I don't want any more interaction with her because this kid obviously knows who I am and I just won't say the words. And I don't know, Amanda, is it because they they look alike to the kid or is it just like a mom magnetism that they have? What do you think? Right. Like, so, I mean, I think that she knows, like Zoe knows Detective, like knows Agent Cruz, right? Like yes. they have a rapport. Like she, when she sees him, when they're rescued from the Alvarez compound, she runs to him because she's comfortable with him. So I think he's like, okay, who is this woman? with my protector and I think he connects the dots like she knows that she was adopted um she knows that she has this agent that's been interested and she's like well I wonder if this has something to do with my birth mother um and and I think we also think that she's like very savvy um like her mother that she's like inherited some of JLo's traits and she's no dummy and she's a little bit street smart so she figures it out mm-hmm yeah. yeah. And so this is what really is pushing J-Lo away. She mm-hmm. ends up getting a burner phone from Cruz before they went in their separate directions. But like, as you said, Rob, we see Cruz and Zoe driving to this four-way stop that had no stop signs. And um, they just go on through the intersection because there are no stop signs. There's no yield. There's mm-hmm. nothing. And they are crashed into at this point. But J-Lo has been watching from a distance. She never really let them out of her sight anyway. So she shows up right as Cruz is getting uh, like uh, getting dragged out of the car that he's been uh, wrecked in um, by Adrian and his crew. Right. Um, and this is when I said the movie ended. The first part of the movie ended. Right. Like this is the yeah. end of movie one. It was a happily ever after. Or was it when this accident happens? We see flashes of, oh God, uh, Cruz is about to die. And now J-Lo has to step in, rescue the daughter, and then train the daughter up to be the mother now. That's what I'm saying. This is the mm-hmm. this is end of act one for me. Yeah. And now this act two is going to start with then uh, Zoe and the mother. That they are, uh, you know, that they're... Look, they're not the same, Amanda. They're very, they're very different because, mm-hmm. again, I mean, like all kids, J Lo makes dinner, and uh, this freaking ungrateful Zoe mm-hmm. is like, "Oh, I don't like this. Will you make something that I like for once?" <laughs> Yeah, she wants, uh, you know, no no multiple meals in this house, okay? You eat what mother makes and you are not getting special treatment here. But she doesn't want to eat the stew because she has problems Surely with undersold yeah, the stew. She, cause, cause maybe J-Lo needed to, uh, yeah, it's warm broth, savory potatoes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, hearty potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's uh, it's rough out there in Alaska, right? You got to go out there and kill your own yeah. dinner. And well, um, she, she thought it Bambi's was deer. Mom. Zoe thought it was mm-hmm. deer. And J-Lo was like, it's not deer, it's rabbit. 
Yeah, and she's like, that's not any better. Why do we have to it's eat? It's not Bambi, it's Thumper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, yeah. For Well, first she starts off with, I don't want to eat Bambi's Bambi's mom, mom. And she's like, well, it's Bambi's dad anyway. Yes. But also, it's not even him. We, we're eating the rabbit. We would have had to hang the venison up. It would have taken too long. Yeah. Stupid. You know, um, so. <laughs> but Chappelle, this is like when we get into like one of the like uh, ultimate tropes that we talk about on uh, Netflix of uh, that it's always a negative character trait when a person is talking about like any sort of like uh, alternative uh, dietary choices of like uh, where J-Lo asks her like, okay, well, what would you want to eat for dinner? And she's like, well, how about uh, tofu? Uh, and yeah, J-Lo explained, yeah. Yeah, Tofu started a civil war. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, cashew milk, like anything the, like that's all... Like uh, like the the ills of the world are more mm-hmm. caused by you know just kill a rabbit. There's less problems mm-hmm. than having a civil war over cashews. Yeah, the girl was turning vegan before J Lo's eyes, and she could just not stand for it. So yeah, she told what? her, "Everything you've ever eaten in your life is cr- is full of cruelty, and it was acquired via war and strife." So get the f out of here, little so girl. So what's You're Netflix Netflix's agenda here? Are they uh. Funded by Big Venison or something? Is that what junk we're food? <laughs> They're junk. This yeah, is a junk, junk food. food. Family here. Yeah, uh-huh. somebody's like, oh, I'm gonna like make my like uh, um, vegan brownie uh-huh. recipe, and then everybody is just like throwing uh, up. Yeah, we hate we hate uh, health food. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's, Keep it That's simple. Yeah, and it's been a pattern in at least four of our Netflix <laughs> So, you know, Rob and I say, eat what makes you happy, you know, and if yes. being healthy makes you happy, then go for it. Um, you know, but Netflix says, not on my watch. You <laughs> <laughs> keep your damn cashews over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Chappelle, you mentioned the montage. Um, it was coming. Yeah. Y'all had to know it was coming, right? Yes. Well, J-Lo just uh, has started with uh, like, okay, today I'm teaching you how to drive. She's like, well, I'm 12. Yeah, and J-Lo said, listen, kid, you're 12 years old. I'm teaching you how to drive. That's going to be the easiest thing you learn today because I'm also going to have to teach you how to shoot someone in the face. Yeah. And so um, she goes from driving to sniper rifle very the, quickly. The driving was actually the most horrifying thing to me. I feel like a kid would be more competent. I don't know. No, that take all of this out. Retract, retract, retract. No, I mean... um. Obvious, obviously, gun control. Don't have guns around your kids. That's terrible. But this driving in Alaska in the snow at twelve, I can't do this. I was like, Zoe is a better mm-hmm. driver than I am. This like this child driving a pickup truck in the snow was terrifying to me. I have been driving since I was fifteen. Oh. Uh, however, I was never driving in the snow. In Alaska, and to this day, if you ask me to drive in the snow or in Alaska, I'm going to say no. I have not. I don't have That's the ability. That's no joke. That's yeah, no joke. but yeah. If I guess if you learn to drive there, then it's like you know you you drive in like extreme situations, so then you don't have to worry about it when you when those moments come up. Like, mm-hmm. can this girl drive drive on dry land that's not frozen? You know, <laughs> does she have the skills for traffic? We don't know. Yeah. She just needs to be able to operate this vehicle from point A yeah. to point B without killing herself. Yeah, so, so I need a J Lo camp because I need that life skill. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> I cannot drive in the snow. But Chappelle J Lo has like some interesting uh, training methods of that. When you are learning to use the sniper rifle, she gets out a CD 
And then the CD is uh, like hung up by a string and you have to hit it. Is this a great way to repurpose used CDs? We have to do something with them because there's mm-hmm. no, I mean, how, what else are we going to do with those things? You can't, you can't, well, you can you put, I don't even have a, a CD like player in my, in my are, computer. Laptop here. Are these yeah. the old Netflix DVDs from the warehouse? See, uh, I yeah. think these were JLo's old CDs. Uh-huh. <laughs> On the six? On the Absolutely six. Not. No, you cannot. That is a crime. Absolutely not. That That's a, a classic. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no. Maybe they're the is DVDs it? of the old Netflix movies from Netflix. Yeah, that's what I think it is. They had them in the warehouse. No, maybe it's Redbox. Maybe Netflix is like throwing slugs. They went mm-hmm. to go get Redbox and hung them up like, yeah, take take that day. day yeah, that day was rentals. like an inside gag for all the Netflix mm-hmm. executives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rob, you have to watch this with your kids and then explain to them what a CD is. Uh, right. I'm trying to think if they know what... I, I do think that they do know what that is because I feel like that we've had like video game right. systems that have uh, had some sort of like, a, like they definitely know what a DVD is. Yeah. CD. And I don't get that the they disc. necessarily would uh, like have ever operated a CD player. One of, one of my kids right. friends got a Walkman that plays a cassette tape. And so mm-hmm. uh, my eight year old son was explaining to me how cassettes work and that you can play this different songs and that you can copy the audio. And I was like, I'm very familiar with all of this. Mm-hmm. This is not a new concept for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, we love when the kids teach us about the new mm-hmm. cool, you know, vintage things that mm-hmm. they found. It's the chipsters, those kids. <laughs> they are. It's yeah. coming back. This retro tech, I think. Amanda, we have a lot of subplot here with the wolves, the mom wolf, the protecting of the cubs. And uh, this really uh, comes out when we see that J-Lo has to uh, uh, end up, you know, she's in some sort of like wolf control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I podcast about a lot of prestige television, so I'm used to analyzing these complex themes and these subtle metaphors. The mama wolf is a mm-hmm. metaphor for JLo, who is what? the mother mm-hmm. and the wolf cub is supposed to represent her daughter, Zoe. That's interesting. Sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> what does the salt represent? <laughs> oh, the salt that, um, yeah, I, she's, I don't, so there's the, yeah, Zoe's in, uh, interested in the wolves here and the cubs and they're not pets and they're dangerous. And I think that this is, um, and, but J- and JLo's conflicted, right? I think that this is supposed to represent here. And that who was the father of these wolf cubs? <laughs> That's what Chappelle. I want to know. I need to know. It, it matters. That stuff matters. Uh, yeah, but you're right. She is, J-Lo's watching the, the, her kid play with some other kids and she's like, oh, look, like I'm actually a mom and I'm watching my kids play with and, and make friends and stuff like that. And then uh, Mama Wolf shows up like, hold on, hold on. We didn't talk about this as a, like, we didn't discuss this play date. And so there's a moment where it does look like the, the mother wolf is going to either attack J-Lo or her daughter and it gets ready to, but then J-Lo um, shoots her with some like rocks. Like, rock yeah, 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 the rock salt. Yeah, I, and I think it's Just like don't J-Lo- be fooled by the rock salt that I got. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, J-Lo is, I think, you know, more to this metaphor here. She's wild, like the wolf, right? She's dangerous. She's she knows that she's dangerous. She's feral. Um, and um, and like so she like she can be dangerous, even though she also has this maternal instinct. And I think inside of J-Lo, there are two wolves. 
and that is what um that's oh my what this god represents. <laughs> that did yeah. get deep it did. so deep so deep. <laughs> that's what i bring but- this, yeah. this moment was such a big deal to little Zoe because at this point she's like, you know what? I'm bonded with my mom. She saved me from a wolf. I'm learning how to shoot guns. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to smoke cigarettes. That's what I'm going to do. And so there's a moment where she's just sitting outside like, I'm grown. I drive. I'm trying to smoke cigarettes. And Jenna's like, no, that's not for children. I'm like, girl, what? <laughs> None of this is for children, but okay, go off. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, she asked her, she's like, Mom, why are you such a bitch? And Jay was like, you don't call me a bitch. I'm trying to save your life. Yeah, I was a little little bit like... You don't talk to your mom like that. Oh my God. But you said you weren't my mom? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, is this what we have? I have coming with 12 years old. Is this like where this is heading? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so we get these moments where it's like they almost have this normal, like, parental child Mm -hmm. relationship of like, you're going to get in trouble for smoking cigarettes and I'm going to tell you what to eat. And all of that. Um, and like, you know, she's uh, but J- but JLo doesn't really have the warm, fuzzy parts of the motherhood down. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's even a moment where it feels like it's going to get warm and fuzzy because Zoe says, hey, remember that guy who died in the first movie? William Cruz. Wasn't did, you he have great? A, did you have a did crush on him? him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weren't you in love with that guy? Like there was nothing, nothing, not one scene in this movie that said these two people are in love. Um they were this the two irrelevant. most attractive people in the movie, and he yeah. took his shirt off, Chappelle. That's that's love. She was fixing his wound the second mm-hmm. time, you know? And so, yes, that was definitely love. I had forgotten he was in the film because, like all the rest of the men in this movie, they don't matter. And so, um, she, uh, yeah, she's, there's this moment where they're about to bond, and it's just like, nah, I guess I could have fallen in love with them eventually, but no. Not right now. Mm-hmm. And so um, the next day she ends up waking up and seeing that Zoe has snuck off to go play with the kid wolves again. And to this point, we haven't really acknowledged that kid wolves also dangerous, also mm-hmm. dangerous, like regular wolves, big ass wolves, tiny wolves. They will bite you. And maybe this is a metaphor that you don't turn your back on the kids because the kids are going to be the one to bite you because it bites mm-hmm. the hell out of that little girl. And they end up having to take her to to uh, the hospital, I guess, or the cabin, the infirmary. Some like know, some urgent care. Yeah. Yeah. Like a veterinarian. clinic. The veterinarian. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and so well, this same veterinarian that I was talking to said that, you know, dogs are also like the worst animal. Well, he hates dogs. That mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> where wolves come in, but that's like that's wow. like dog adjacent. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, very close. Um, mm-hmm. The canine family. Um, yeah. yeah. So this is, um, you know, th- this is bad. The little Zoe needs medical care because what happens is she ends up Gave her using name. her name. And then that name. And this is OK. For, first of all, J-Lo, you spent all this time on how to handle a rifle, how to win a knife fight, how mm-hmm. to drive. You could have told her, oh, yeah, and don't tell anybody your real name. I feel like she dropped the ball on this, right? This is like a relatively important instruction. Like, we are in hiding. That was an important detail. Yeah. Yeah. This this is one of the first things you should have started. Like, okay, from now on, your name is not Zoe. You will never go by Zoe. If someone calls your name, you don't look. Your name is now blank. Mm-hmm. And then you go from there. But she didn't. I, the only thing I noticed in this scene was, uh, Amanda, when she got ready to fill out her paperwork, uh, J-Lo did. And they're like, what is the parent's name? They just kind of cut away. I was like, damn it. We're never going to yeah, find out J-Lo's find name. Out her name. They couldn't be yeah. bothered to give her a name. Mm-hmm. Couldn't yeah. be bothered. Well, maybe she doesn't Zoe's know about giving name. fake names because she doesn't have a name. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, there I would have never thought. I haven't had a name in years. Who knows? Perfect plan. It just Do you think that her name is also 
also Zoe and she was named after her. Oh, she's mm. Zoe Jr. Maybe she has another yeah. Z. Maybe she's like Zelda and it's like they Zoe named her. Like Zelda. it's like uh, all the women have to be named the Z name. They said Could. Zoe is Greek for life. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. And J-Lo is... Uh, is she Greek? You know, uh, I doubt it. But she mm-hmm. acts Greek in some movies. It just depends on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She could be... Uh, yeah, she's uh, she any ethnicity. Yeah. yeah. J-Lo, she's, she's a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is mother. Okay. <laughs> so... Ultimately, she got the real name out there. And so this tips off all the bad guys. And they send Chappelle like a whole like freaking battalion to go and take her out. This is very personal. This does not feel like business anymore. This feels very personal. Like Adrian might actually think this child is his because there's no reason why he should be that invested. I don't think J-Lo, it's not like J-Lo has the the nuclear codes or something like that. She's just running around with this kid. She can't blow up your spot anymore. You're already, like everyone already knows what you've been doing. So this is just like a a revenge tour. So J-Lo says, okay, I have to How many guys would you say? At least 50 guys they send? There were there yeah. was a caravan of trucks like just coming through and uh, yeah. like Jello's looking through the this window. This is like, not this is not subtle, right? Like, wouldn't the FBI like isn't he on the run from the FBI here? Like, this is this seems like a bad move. Seems yeah. like a bad move. Like, what's I'm not he paying these, these guys. guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Henchmen henchmen just don't get paid like they used to yeah. apparently. But yeah. I, I guess if you have so, to go get a child, it's not that bad. So, so. Adrian is like Walmart. Take, Takes a yeah. full step up from from Hector, right? Hector sent some henchmen to Cincinnati, and Adrian says, "I will personally come with my battalions all the way to Alaska." Our matching mm-hmm. white Apple Store uniform. <laughs> yeah, the right. snow camo suits. Um, very Listen, very look. stylish. Yes, it is a yeah, look. It is difficult to pull off all white. I've heard um, people <laughs> yeah. have told me. I've, I've seen Jacob it done. Jones says, "I can't <laughs> even do it." <laughs> you these guys went to winters, Chappelle, before they uh, stopped and they said they went to winters. Yeah, they, well, is, they probably have winters in Alaska. I yeah. don't see, and, and the yeah, they, they, yeah, they might have it. I could see that everywhere um, north yeah, of the border. Yeah, any, yeah, basically, they can have winters anywhere north of Texas. I would just never know. Mm-hmm. I've, but we've been there now, so I've seen it. It yeah. happened. That was a thing. Uh, but. Uh, J-Lo does realize, okay, I got to separate from the kid now because Zoe's name is out there. They're coming to find us. And now I need to go and, and handle business or at least run for a little bit until we can link back up later on. So she drops her off with the, her, like her Alaskan handler that she has. Um, mm-hmm. and she leaves the Alaskan handler with the letter. It says, give this to Zoe and whenever, you know, it's appropriate, but I, I got to go by. And Zoe watches all of this and she's thinking, J-Lo, damn, I just realized you were my mom. We had some mom moments. I called you a bitch, but get over it. Like, why are you leaving me? I miss you already, mom. Um, But uh, J-Lo does not have time to be a mom right now because she has some ass whoop to do. And so the little girl starts snooping and she finds the letter. And the letter, it basically says, hey, Zoe, one day you're going to really need those skills I taught you. Driving, gutting fishes, snipering, knife fights. All the things that I taught you, you're going to need them. And only you will know when it's time for you to go steal that guy's keys and drive to come save me. And so that's what Zoe does. She's so smart. Yeah. She's out on the yeah. road. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess this is a little bit of like a rich dad, poor dad of like, okay, you have your one mom that teaches you like, uh, okay, you know, that uh, gives you love. But then you have your other mom that teaches you all of the skills you need to survive in this cutthroat world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we, do we subscribe to JLo's philosophy here that the only way for Zoe to be safe is to become herself an assassin? 
Was this was this mm. was this J Lo's best play here? Now that like now that Hector and Adrian are onto her, is this the only thing mm. they could have done? Is like train Zoe to become a twelve year old killing machine? She needed somebody else who could who could save her in this moment. J Lo needed backup. Mm-hmm. I think it's really what it came down to because this Alaskan guy he says like, yeah, I served with J Lo way back when, but. I ain't got it like I used to have it no more. But you can't, you're going places. He and is so, showing his age, unlike J-Lo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely like, we we grew up together and somehow it, she hasn't aged a bit. And here I am, done, retired. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what it is. Now, I don't know what the kid does after this. How yeah. do you reel your child back in, Dr. Amanda, from being an assassin? I mean, like, yeah. okay, now tomorrow you go play flag football. What happens yeah, next? Yeah, no, I think we need, I definitely think we need some pediatric mental health specialists on the case with Zoe at the end of this whole thing. Well, Amanda, is this film commentary on the state of parenting Mm. in our modern times? Because I'm trying to like wrap my head around. Is J-Lo the model parent of teaching her child all of the essential life skills that she'll need to be able to be, you know, a functioning adult in this wolfy wolf world? Or mm-hmm. is she actually the world's ultimate helicopter parent and Ooh. has uh, really like, not letting daughter figure anything out for herself? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So there, they are sort of two extremes. It's like this is not she's not coddling Zoe at this point and protecting her, even though she's not telling her the truth and giving her all the details. She's saying, no, you are going to wield the switchblade like I'm going to teach you how to defend yourself. Um, but at the same time, you know, d- is, uh, you know, even taking her up to Alaska and hiding out here. I think that, you know, I'd love to see the parenting blogs get into this one. I'm yeah. sure you go on a Facebook moms group. I'd love to hear the commentary there. I think that there would be well, a lot of good text points. Nicole and see if uh, oh, yeah. the mother is this- <laughs> being reviewed in any of the moms groups. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've, se- I've definitely seen uh, parents on the internet get worked up over less controversial decisions. Oh, you let your kid eat that yogurt? Mm-hmm. Mm. And I mean, it's better than eating Bambi's mom. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know, Cashew milk. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Evil cashews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rob, Zoe decides to go and save the day and she shows up, I guess, just in time because J-Lo is uh, doing J-Lo things. She's doing good well as well. Um, she's out there snowmobile fighting and all this other stuff. Um, these henchmen, they they are brave, braver than me because they see J-Lo with this assault rifle, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're just, just driving up to her on their snowmobiles. Like they just watch their buddy get shot. And they have no like they have no issue going into battle with no guns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so little um little Zoe shows up. They kind of team up for a minute. They have a couple moments where you're like, oh, the training is working. She even uses the knife move one time mm-hmm. um before she ends up getting left up on this like high sniper perch area while JLo goes down and fights Adrian one-on-one. Now, why they decided to go to hand-on-hand combat. I don't know. I also don't know Adrian's combat battle uh like back uh background because we know mm-hmm. J-Lo is a trained fighter. Adrian is holding his own. I'm it's really yeah, not saying yeah. much for the mother. He knows. I think he fell off. Mhm. Maybe yeah. that she was like his bodyguard. Who knows? Yeah. But he A- he's fighting with her. And Adrian is still looking pretty rough from the last time he tangled with J Lo. He's um, you know, he you can see oh, where yeah. he's the got Molotov the Molotov cocktail. cocktail. Um mm-hmm. but so this is very this is very personal. And he even said to his guys, he's like, treat her as you would a hundred snipers, but I'm the one who kills her and I kill her close. 
Mm-hmm. So personal. yeah, this That's one was personal. personal. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even then, they don't even admit to Adrian being the daddy. Adrian's like, "Tell me, is the baby mine?" She's like, "It doesn't matter." I'm like, okay, <laughs> fine. Well, we try. I never heard that on Maury. Yeah, yeah, no. The, it, we, we gave it one last shot to care about the baby's uh, paternity, but mm-hmm. it does not. Again, it does not matter. Ultimately, we see the the assault uh, bullet come back into play. Uh, Zoe has to shoot J Lo and her uh, and her dad question mark um, at the same time to free them. J Lo yeah. breaks an arm, falling down a mountainside, and uh, it's like a, on a rock, and then somehow manages like to pop the arm back into place just yeah. long enough. The, the sniper and save the day. I think that's kind of how this all culminates. Yeah. I have heard a lot of people talk about uh, the salt rifle ban, but I feel like they, these salt rifles seem very <laughs> harmless. And I feel like that, you know, it's like, um, sure, like, uh, uh, I guess they spray the wolves and everything, but the salt rifle seems the like. salt, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's probably because of that high sodium diet. Yeah. Of all the rifles to ban, a salt rifle would be like the last one, but okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think a pepper yeah. rifle would be more of a you know, make every sneeze. Yeah. Rifle. Yeah, yeah. there's those, those probably other things that you could use here. But sure. that's it. This sniper rifle thing, you know, she shoots it for because this is J Lo's superpower. She's a, 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 a expert marksman. She shoots the man while he's driving the car away. For a second, it looks like she might have hit Zoe as well, but she didn't. Zoe kicks the guy out of the car, runs down here, like, Mom, I love you, Mom. And J Lo's like, I love you too, daughter. And I'm like, Ah, they said it, their mom and daughter. They said it happened. Um, and then uh, that's it. They basically uh, delivered Zoe back home to her yeah. actual family. Yeah, we didn't talk about the conversation that J-Lo has uh, with the adopted mother. It's yeah. a little icy. Yeah, you got to imagine this is like a tense situation to navigate. She's like, yo, okay, um, on the one hand, like, you know, I think that there's probably a little bit of a rivalry here mm-hmm, between mm-hmm. these two maternal figures um you know there's this moment where she's like well you know her, her birthday is in october she's like yeah yeah i, I know i, I know got when it. her birthday is <laughs> and she's like you would know um, <laughs> like, but oh i mean like i mean i don't know what do you think like i i would be pretty pissed if like the child that i raised was being like endangered by uh this assassin yeah, but does i guess the adopted mom know the whole backstory of um that why they have this child and uh, ultimately yeah, she does know Chappelle. I think so because she knows Agent Cruz, so yeah. she knows that the kid is on the run basically, and that her mom might be J Lo. Um, and so the, yes, there's that. But Amanda, you said you would be pretty upset if you knew your child was on the run with some like assassin person. But what if you knew your child was getting valuable skills to live their life from said <laughs> assassin person? Like now your 12 year old knows how to drive. Now your uh-huh, 12 year old uh-huh. also knows how to, uh, what was it? Uh, ha- handle a weapon and they'll uh, dress a duck. Yeah. All you'll dress stuff. a duck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that these in certain contexts could be very valuable skills, but I don't know how these are going to train. Just like, you know, JLo was trained, uh, out in the theater with her military background and came home and didn't know what to do. What is this going to say about Zoe's future prospects? I hope she gets into biathlon early so we don't have to worry about this. Mm-hmm. We should ask Akiva if there's a, a child biathlon league. And he does know a lot about having children also. <laughs> he does. He does. He's mm-hmm. an expert. Uh-huh. He's got to let at least one of his kids go become a trained assassin. He has so many children. Yes, yes, yes. He's taught many life skills, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Is there room for the mother too? Uh, this was the mother too. I already mm-hmm. told you. We already had two films in one. Yeah. So there's nobody in the first half of the film that matters in the second half of the film, and you cannot prove me wrong. Like it's just like they, those people are gone. Well, she's the only. Yeah. She's no, the we main have J- We still have J Lo and we still have Zoe, right? So mm-hmm. if Zoe gets endangered again, then you imagine that J Lo would be highly invested in protecting her. Um, we know that you know Alvarez is gone. And Adrian is gone, but you know, I'm sure there's other bad guys who are involved in this network that they could draw up some character to to come after Zoe. And I think that like maybe if we have now this background with um, you know, Zoe and mother have more of a repartee and a relationship, mm-hmm. maybe they could go in and like spy kids to this. Or, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that I think that I, I can see I can see a world where you can have the mother too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially the spy spy kids part, right? Because you have J Lo. Let's say J Lo gets kidnapped this yeah, time. That would Luckily, be right. Zoe, would do it. Yeah. yeah, Zoe has already been trained up. She's like, "No, mom, I have to go save my mom." It's like, "Oh my god," you know. It's like, "But I'm your mother." It's like, "No, you're my mom. She's my mother." You know that yeah. kind of thing. Like and you, and you, you know, I love I love J Lo. I do. I love I, I love the woman with all my heart, but. I don't think that she's going to let somebody else be the star of, uh, I don't think we're going to let Zoe mm-hmm. be the star of mother no. too. Yeah. No, no, What no. do you think the relationship is like for, uh, the mother and Zoe moving forward? They either they pen pals. Do you think they keep in touch? Birthdays again. I don't know. I feel like if I'm the actual mom, like a uh, adopted mom, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not, I'm like, you don't, you stay away from my child. You crazy person. You know, like uh, you've had enough time. You, you I, we, we don't even know how much time elapsed between when J-Lo, J-Lo had said the it kid. was months. Yeah. It had to be, months. Right? She learned how to shoot. Learn, yeah. Gun. Learn all those things. Yeah. To drive. Yeah. You know, it's like when we did she, Groundhog Week of like, uh, how long was Bill Murray in the time loop for? <laughs> oh, should, do we, should we keep on watching this every day for yeah, a week? Every Mother's Day. Every, every Mother's Day. Mother's day. Mother's day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Does, does J-Lo live in Cincinnati now to keep an eye on oh. things? Does she like get cut? Does she like now, now that Adrian and Hector are gone, maybe yeah. she feels more comfortable being close by showing up for like holidays and weekends and birthdays. Yeah. I mean, she can't move on, right? Like, now right. she's actually had the connection with the girl. She, they said the I love yous. She can't just go like, all right, now you're back on your own, kid. I'm out of here. Um, because the threat has been neutralized, so there's no reason why they shouldn't be in each other's lives. But, you know, if there's another mother, I'm sure they can just bring in yeah. somebody else to make things difficult. Mm-hmm. Or we found out there was a third suitor, and there is a father and the, no, father, and the Cruise, father was like behind door number three. Yes. Behind door number <laughs> yeah. three. Yeah. And then what about like, wasn't J-Lo in trouble with the police in the beginning of the movie? Did they just like drop all the charges yeah, on yada, account yada, of, yada. yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 they got rid of all that stuff. No worries. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. That's the mother. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This- Amanda, the, uh, let me just ask that uh, as uh, as a mother celebrating Mother's mm. Day, is yes. this like the type of feel good Mother's Day story uh, that you and the family will get together? Mm. Like, who is this I mean, for? Yeah. Yeah, so this is the number one film on Netflix right now. I, you know, I, I see the synergy and capitalizing on Mother's Day for the release date. This, this doesn't have Mother's Day vibes. No. Um, 
There, I mean, there's all different kinds of mothers. There's all different kinds of parental relationships. There's all different kinds of families. So maybe there's people out there who are saying, yes, this is what my relationship with my mother is like. Finally, I feel I see that representation. <laughs> and if that is you, I'm, I'd be, I'm very sorry. I hope that you have a good mental health support. But um, yeah, this is an action movie. This is a JLo vehicle. I don't think that this is the best Mother's mm-hmm. Day viewing. But if you're in the in the mood to see, you know, J-Lo kick some butt, then um, then this will deliver on that, yeah. on that score. And Chappelle, can I also add that uh, Netflix, um, are you drunk? Uh, May 24th, <laughs> coming to Netflix, Mother's Day, gritty, suspenseful action thriller. Uh, when the son she's never known gets kidnapped, former special agent Nina dusts off her deadly skills to bring him home, no matter who gets in her way. What are we doing? Wow. Um, Mother's Day? Uh, is Mother's Day yeah. the last uh, holiday to have like a gritty uh, mm. uh, like, uh, movie named after it? Because I know I've seen like, yeah. like a Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure there's like a bunch of Christmas thrillers, but Mother's Day thriller? Okay. I will say that it is a Polish uh, movie, so okay. maybe you know J Lo said get that get that two weeks yeah. away from my movie. I I, yeah. I feel like it's a it's not we're not in a good time right now for representation of mothers in television and film. I've seen a bunch of the Disney and Pixar films with my kids lately, and I feel like the villain in Encanto and Turning Red, it's like the matriarch who's trying to keep the family together is the villain. Like that's where we're at right now. I think in a, we're culturally we're working out some complicated feelings about mothers. Mm-hmm. That's probably true because last year on Mother's Day I. I believe I took my mom to see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which was very heavy on uh, Wanda Maximoff and her uh, parenting skills or a lack thereof and her vengefulness when it comes to her children that she made up um, mm-hmm. just just to uh, then obsess over. And so, yeah, interesting relationship Hollywood is having with the moms right now. Mm-hmm. Do we think that, that suffers with the uh, writing strike that we have right now? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. AI, AI does not have childhood trauma, so maybe we'll see uh, a rosier picture of mothers in the future. Yeah, that's what the signs say. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk a little bit about what we're going to do next week. Chappelle, you know, we talked about this recently, uh, but, you know, we have coming to Netflix uh, next week. Uh, we do have some interesting things, including the Marlon Wayans satire 50 shades of black i mean i think we have to do it it's kind of just like i mean i'm sure like the thing is i've podcasted about comedies before and normally comedies are kind of difficult because it's like oh remember that funny part where they said this or that funny part it's not a lot to to dissect however i mean as a shade of black myself Mm -hmm. i think that i think i have like you know carte blanche here and I, and I would like to talk about it if we can. I, I would like to also uh, just uh, some other things that are... Isn't, isn't Nicole a big Marlon Wayans fan? Is, is White Chicks one of her favorite movies? She did or? say that, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't okay, know. Not, not, not a big... All right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess she does um, like the stupider the comedy, I do feel mm-hmm. like uh, that that might be more up her alley. Um, so we'll see. Um, do I say? Do we need a guest? Should we be calling like breaking the glass for Nicole, or is this not? Like for, a, I don't think that that's the right spot for Nicole. I think a guest would a guest would be would be uh, a spectacular idea. Okay, because uh, I did 
I did spend some time with uh, the kid Norris himself, AJ Norris, mm-hmm. and I do love him. Uh, mm-hmm. And so uh, I might be willing to to deploy the text message if you think it's if you think it's cool. And that's uh, fine with me. Um, well, I'm trying to see what else is coming. There's some wild stuff coming to Netflix in two weeks, including a Arnold Schwarzenegger dramedy called Fubar when a father and daughter this is like getting ready for Father's Day maybe father and daughter discover they both secretly work for the CIA an already uh, dicey undercover mission turns into a dysfunctional family affair I'm Uh, not sure if this is a movie or TV show oh it's a TV show that's TV show Fubar with Arnold Schwarzenegger okay Uh, sure (laughs) <laughs> the, 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 the governor yes back on uh, our there's a docu series called mer people Chappelle. uh Mer-people. welcome to the whimsical world of professional mermaiding where people's passion for swimming in fins has exposed uh has exploded into a half billion dollar industry i'd like to see the information on that but okay i'm, I'm intrigued yes no you have my attention too this yes. is uh this sounds like it's creeping into furry territory and I'm yeah, furry yes, territory. I, I got that vibe. yeah and then yeah. finally uh there's a new Netflix um, uh I believe this is a movie and it's called hard feelings two best friends try to make it through high school while dealing with embarrassing new urges and they're in, very inconsequential inconvenient feelings for each other it looks like that this is a movie about a man who uh has a conversations uh, with a talking body part which body part the movie's called hard feelings <laughs> so his uh his head started it <laughs> yes basically so that's, gotcha. there's a lot of uh-huh. a lot is there yeah in, in May. yeah <laughs> um rob <laughs> I don't know about that one. That's it, but um, that's a couple weeks. That's not still not. That's not coming out until next week. Okay, you got yeah. time to think it over, yeah. Chappelle. I'm really gonna try not to think about the plot of that one for a while, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but if it comes back up, then I guess we could talk about that's it. That's what happens. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So well, that's <laughs> in, that's in two Alvarez. weeks. That's in two weeks to talk I'm about. Yeah. Say it. Okay. <laughs> all right, um, Amanda. What's coming up for you? Yeah, Doc. What's up? Well, um, I am on post-show recaps talking about Succession, doing the deep dives. Only three weeks left. Only three weeks left, and I have a feeling um, it's all going to be very exciting. We're going to be joined by somebody else who I got to hang out with in Canada. Canada's own Phil T is going to be talking with us um, this week about episode eight of Succession. Um, Also in post-show recaps, I am talking about the Apple TV Plus show Silo. It is a dystopian drama that starts with the letter S and is on Apple TV Plus, so very Mm -hmm. much in my wheelhouse there. Um, And we're still, um, with Josh and Melissa, we're still doing monthly Severance Media Club episodes. Um, What's going on with the behind the scenes on Severance? I feel like that you all should podcast about that. No, so we're going to be getting into everything. Mess magnets for that one. Yeah, no, there's a lot going on behind the scenes on Severance. We're going to be breaking all of that down 
in our May Media Club episode, also talking about how the writer's strike might impact season two. But there have been a number of news pieces on drama with the the showrunners not getting along and bringing in some uh, other uh, influence there. So we're going to talk about all of that um, in the May Severance Media Club coming up. And um, yeah, and you can keep up with everything that I'm doing by following me on Twitter where I am at Dr. Amanda R. Okay. Well, great job. Thank you for coming in and lending your expertise to another mm-hmm. JLo project over at Netflix. My 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 esteemed pleasure to be here. I always and happy love happy Mother's a Day. Oh, <laughs> thank you Mama's so day. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my mm-hmm. day. Chappelle, what's coming up for you? Um, talking about zombies again, Rob. You guessed it. The Walking Dead is back. Fear oh, the which Walking one is Dead. Back? Fear the Walking Dead. It's fear. Yeah, it's fear. You know, everyone's favorite The Walking Dead franchise is back. And so uh, I will be back very soon to talk about that with Josh Wiggler, AJ Mass, and Jessica Lee on Post Show Recaps. Uh, and that's all. Look at oh, that. Look, oh my look God. at that. Look at that. Yeah. Is everything okay, that. Baby? Wow. Yeah. What happened? In, in a few weeks, Ariel mm-hmm. and I will talk about Grey's Anatomy one last time before that goes on Yadis. And I'm chilling, Rob. What do you want to wow. do? Let's go. Wow. You got to give, give Chappelle some more work to do, Rob. Okay. Yeah, Rob. Let's go to Canada. Let's go back. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then check out everything we have coming up here on Rob Has a Podcast. We've got Survivor coming to uh, its final couple of weeks, if you can believe it. So uh, that's all happening as we jump back into the final two weeks of Survivor coming up here on RHAP. Thank you so much for joining us here on Nothing But Netflix. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.